Hey everyone, this is James Wilson with MTV Strength Training Systems and BikeJames.com and welcome back to another Bike James podcast. Today we're going to be talking about over-breathing and whether that is holding back your health and performance. So over-breathing is one of the common breathing dysfunctions that people suffer from that they don't really know that they're suffering from. So breathing is something that we all do, right? Like we're all breathing right now, hopefully. And, uh, but few of us are conscious about it and are aware of the impact that breathing dysfunctions can have on our health and performance, which is unfortunate because it definitely has an impact. It's a very low hanging fruit, something that's easy for us to, to get control of. But if you are listening to this, then odds are you are worried about your health and performance on some level. And so if you are doing strength training and cardio training and trying to eat right and ride your bike and do all these other things, but you're not paying attention to how you're breathing and making sure that you're not suffering from a breathing dysfunction, then you are making things harder on yourself and you're potentially actually holding back your health and fitness goals because of it. So it's really important that you understand what good breathing is and you know the impact that it can have on you and how to fix that. So today we're gonna to talk about overbreathing, which like I said, is a common breathing dysfunction that a lot of people have that they don't know that they have. So first off, what is overbreathing? Overbreathing is where you are breathing more than is metabolically necessary for your effort level. So again, just at rest, at work, right? If you are, are taking more breaths and breathing more than you need to to actually fuel your effort level, that is overbreathing. So first off, how do you know if you're overbreathing? Well, this one's actually pretty simple to test. You just uh, test how many breaths per minute you take at rest. If you are taking more than 10 breaths per minute at rest, then you are over breathing. Optimal is like six to eight breaths, but definitely 10 breaths. If you're doing you know, more than 10 breaths, then you are over breathing. And odds are extremely high that if you are over breathing at rest, then you are also over breathing at higher effort levels. And so if you are over breathing, well, you know, why should you care, right? So one, like I said, it's metabolically inefficient, which means that you are burning more energy than you need to. Every breath that you take requires energy to power. And so if you are breathing more than you need to, you are using more energy to breathe than is necessary. So that is just, it's metabolically inefficient and this can definitely add up, especially on like longer efforts, more endurance type activities. You're gonna notice this more as your, as your breathing muscles can actually get tired faster than they need to. And yes, your breathing muscles are just like every other muscle in your body where they have a strength and endurance capacity. And so uh, your respiratory muscles can fatigue as you're working hard and this can be sped up from over breathing. So one, it's like I said, it's metabolically inefficient. The other thing is that it impacts your blood gases in a uh, negative way. Now, first off, you'd be thinking like, well, what's the big deal about overbreathing from that standpoint, right? I'm breathing in more oxygen and I'm blowing off more CO2. And on the surface, this would seem like this would be a good idea, but there's a couple things that happen when you do this. Now, taking in more oxygen isn't necessarily a problem. It is blowing off the extra CO2 that starts to become a problem. Now, first off, in the short term, you use CO2, uh, you know, the carbon dioxide in your blood to offload red blood or oxygen from red blood cells. So basically when you breathe in your uh, red blood cells, take in the oxygen that you breathe in and then they go to where it's needed. 
but to use that oxygen, your body has to unlock that oxygen from the red blood cell and make it available for it to get into working muscles. And the key to unlocking your oxygen from the red blood cells is carbon dioxide. It's known as the Bohr effect, and it is just a physical phenomenon that is well documented. But what this means is that if you are blowing off more CO2 than you need, then you don't have as much CO2 available to offload oxygen and get it into working muscles. So again, you can have 100% saturation, oxygen blood saturation, but if you don't have the CO2 in the blood necessary to offload that oxygen, then you can't get it to the working muscles. So when you're blowing off more CO2, especially when you're working hard, you are actually making it harder to oxygenate your blood. Now, in the long term, this also has a couple of negative side effects. So one is that CO2 is the gas that your body uses to detect when it needs to trigger that panicky, I can't catch my breath feeling, right? That, that feeling that we all hate so much, the thing that just stops us dead in our tracks in like a hard climb or a hard sprint or some sort of hard effort. Remember, there's a difference between running out of gas and getting breathless. So when you get breathless, it's that panicky, holy crap, I can't catch my breath. You know, you think you may die feeling. Then once you catch your breath, you're fine. You can keep going. Running out of gas is that just physical exhaustion where you just don't have enough energy to keep going. So the breathless feeling is as much of, as if not more of a problem for most riders than, than running out of gas, right? And that, that is triggered by a rise in CO2. As CO2 levels in your blood rise, it eventually triggers that panicky feeling in your brain you know, or something in your brain triggers that feeling. And so if you are going around all day long, especially at rest and low effort levels and you're over breathing, it means that you're blowing off more CO2 than you need to. And what that does is it lowers the levels of CO2 in your blood. And over a long enough period of time, your body will start to adapt to these lower levels of CO2 by actually lowering that trigger that uh, in your in your body in your brain wherever that trigger is right that feedback loop that triggers that holy crap I can't catch my breath feeling so you actually will lower that trigger to a lower set point if you are chronically over breathing uh, over a long period of time and so this has obvious effects on our performance it means that you can't push as hard or as long before you trigger that feeling so CO2 tolerance is a really important part to uh, of our overall performance. And so you want to make sure that you are doing things to improve and maximize your CO2 tolerance and over breathing actually decreases your tolerance and makes you more sensitive to rising levels of CO2. So the other thing that it does is that because CO2, like your body requires a very fine balance in the acid base balance, right? Your pH level. So the pH level of your, of your blood and body has to be maintained in a very strict uh, narrow uh, area in order for you to function optimally. And so your body is going to do whatever it has to in order to uh, maintain that pH balance. Now, what happens is, is when you blow off more CO2 and you're over breathing, you start to tilt your pH balance towards the base level, right? But basically it knocks it out. It's not like acid bad, base is good. It, it's getting out of that balance is bad in either direction. And so as you're over breathing, you're blowing off more CO2, it actually shifts that balance over towards the, the base level and, and makes your blood less acidic, but your body has to keep it at that certain level. So what it does is you have bicarbonate in your bloodstream 
And bicarbonate can be used by the body in one of two ways. Now, in this case, what it's going to do is it's going to break that bicarbonate down and use the, the, uh, what it breaks down in order to make the blood more acidic and, and bring it back into balance. But the problem is, is bicarbonate is also one of your major buffers for lactic acid and the acidic environment that you get from working harder. And so as you're, so if you're chronically over breathing and your body's having to break down bicarbonate to combat that and keep your pH level in the, the area it needs to be, well now when you start working harder and you make the blood more acidic and you start building up lactic acid, your body has less of that bicarbonate available to buffer that lactic acid in the, in the acidic environment, which again is going to have an obvious impact on our performance, especially at harder effort levels where we're not we're going to fatigue faster and not be able to handle those higher workloads as effectively. So you can see overbreathing is a really insidious uh, breathing dysfunction. It, it, it's not super obvious, right? Like most people listening to this are probably overbreathing on some level. Uh, you, you don't think about it. You don't think that it's causing any problems. But when you when you break it down and you understand metabolically what it's doing and from a blood gas standpoint what it's doing, you see that it's actually uh, causing harm to our health and our fitness and performance. And it's just making it harder for us to achieve our, our long-term goals. So luckily, it's not super hard to start to move things in the right direction. Right, so the, the the main thing that you want to do is start breathing through your nose. Nose breathing will automatically slow breathing down. If you're a heavy mouth breather, just switching to nose breathing will tend to slow breathing down and, and bring down your breaths per minute. And then also just being conscious of your breathing, right? And so just checking in on it throughout the day and seeing like, am I you know panting? Am I breathing more than I need to? for what I'm doing. If you're just sitting there and you notice you're just like breathing heavily, like, hey, you're over breathing, right? Like slow it down, take a minute to kind of get your breathing under control and go from there. So, you know, just breathing through the nose and being more conscious of your breathing is going to go a long ways towards moving things in the right direction. You can even go so far as to spend some time doing breathing drills, right? So something like uh, breathing into a count of four and out to a count of six, doing that for five, 10 minutes, that can also make an impact on this because one, you're slowing breathing down, right? Like a four second in, six second out, that's a 10 second breath. That means that you're getting six breaths per minute, right? And so if you're over breathing, then you're, that's automatically slowing your breathing down. That's also going to raise your CO2 levels because if you are breathing less, then it's gonna slightly raise those CO2 levels. So you're gonna have a, a little bit higher CO2 level for your blood to get used to. And so it's gonna um, help in a bunch of different ways. And also as a sneaky little side effect, breathing drills like that are also a form of meditation, which meditation has been shown to have positive impacts on our health and performance and mindset and stuff. And so there's a lot of, of great things that you can get from spending a few minutes a day working on your breathing. So again, hopefully uh, giving you guys some things to think about here. Uh, remember that I do have the guide to better breathing for mountain biking program. You can find that at the Bike James website. I'll also have it linked to here in the show notes. But you know, there's a lot of great free information out there about uh, breathing that you can certainly use. But if you want to take the guesswork out of it, I've done all the research, I've done the certifications, I've done the work on myself and my clients. And so, and this is also coming, you know, it, it's 
a mountain biker riding for mountain bikers. And so it's the only breathing guide out there that's actually designed by a mountain biker for mountain bikers and explaining things to you in mountain bike ease and telling you how to use this stuff on the trail and things like that. So it's a really great asset, really great addition to your overall training program. And again, it's something that you can use no matter what training program you're using. One of mine, some other program is fine. The, the breathing guide is something that will give you the tools that you need to be able to apply better breathing to different situations and just be more conscious of it uh, as well. So you can check that out at bikejames.com, the, uh, the guide to better breathing. So again, if you care about your health and fitness, then breathing needs to be a part of your overall focus, right? So if you're ignoring that while spending time and energy on other things like strength and cardio training, then you are not only holding back your results, but you're also potentially having a negative impact on your health which is the opposite of what we want to do. Okay, so everything you do starts with your breathing. So make sure you spend some time working on it and some you know, time and energy working on it and optimizing it, and it will be well worth the effort. So again, make sure uh, you check me out at bikejames.com. Sign up for the newsletter where you can keep up with the latest podcasts and posts and articles and videos that I do. Uh, you can also help me out by subscribing to me through your preferred channel here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're listening to this as a podcast, subscribe to the podcast through your, your favorite podcast platform. It just helps the, the podcast get out there and more riders be able to find this information. So uh, yeah, so once again, it's been James Wilson. You can check me out at bikejames.com and I will talk to everybody next time.